Hi, everyone, and welcome back to episode 41 of the Simply Walton Podcast. I'm your host, Colin. I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we've got the show for you. 41 episodes. We're yeah, hitting we're, up we're, on our 50 mark here yeah, soon. And, and then at 52, it's a year. Jesus. A ye- Dude, it does yeah, not feel like a year at all. So you figure that's... Uh, I'm going to do hard maths here. That's 11 episodes <laughs> from now. <laughs> That's me charging up the your, fucking, your brain my juice. computer. <laughs> yeah. It's like an old, uh, <laughs> you probably don't even remember, the, like the old CRT monitors that when you turn it on, it went bing, like bing. <laughs> you heard it like a fuzz crickle. <laughs> as it powered up. I had a, a TV like that little yeah. uh, gray box and you yeah. turn it on and it bing, and it just, <laughs> just yeah, the light static fuses to come the on. Static, yeah. yeah, we I threw. Uh, this is like some Midwest, like thirteen-year-old boy shit. Uh, buddy and I, who who you know, uh, we just threw a brick repeatedly at just an old tube TV that we found, mm-hmm. just technically near someone's backyard, but like kind of far away from any houses, mm-hmm. and we just repeatedly. Pff, you can hear the bang, bang, and finally we busted it, and I mean it just, boom, <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> we just we scattered. Wait, we, we gotta flee the scene here. We just got the fuck out of there. Speaking of being a little juvenile delinquents, <laughs> yeah. walking to school, uh-huh. we used to, my buddy and I, we used to have this. You know, we just catch possums. <laughs> we just catch possums. Let them roam to school. No, um, <laughs> almost equally as bad. There's this kid who used to kind of, you know, he's a couple grades. Is this grades. a bullying story? No, oh. no, nah, because he was cool with it. He was cool with it. Like he went Are you along. sure? Yeah, yeah. I asked him about it. <laughs> but uh, you got consent. We, we we would walk to school. That's very woke of you. And uh, of course, and um, you know, the football players would have those big old tires that they'd you know lift up and yeah, flip yeah, yeah. over. And uh, we put them in it and rolled them down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> then we had a big old like emergency assembly, and they were like, "We yeah, cannot tamper uh, with the football equipment, don't aka do don't put kids in there." Yeah. And yeah, we were looking around like, "What could it be? Who made? would do that? Yeah. <laughs> what such a monsters? Thing? <laughs> Is it me? Am I the problem? Or no? Am I the drama? Diabolical." Uh, this week we're going to be talking all about the 2022 Game Awards, mm-hmm. uh, from the winners to the world premieres to the odd outbursts. Uh, <laughs> before we get into all that, we have to talk about uh, our main news story: is mm-hmm. James Gunn and Peter Safran's potential plans for DC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the first production photos from Joker Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> The Doctor Sleep director is taking on another Stephen King property, and Bioshock Four news. So, if you're ready, let's, let's uh, dive. Let's just jump into that shit, dive, bitches. Dive, dive, dive. So, I'm gonna take a breath because I've got. I'm gonna show you my screen here. That's the first news story until the bullet point. Holy shit! Godspeed. <laughs> so, this is a. Uh, most of this is coming from the Hollywood Reporter. Um, with a little bit of like going to people's Twitters and things like that and trying to get like source news. But so last week, the Hollywood Reporter put out a story claiming that uh, Peter Gunn, or sorry, James Gunn and Peter Safran had uh, many plans set for the current slate of DC characters and actors. Mm-hmm. Um, now, plans is kind of a loose term because a lot of these are like these are plans that they're floating but aren't 
set on. Sure. Right. Nothing's definite. They're, they're basically, they've had like a summit in Colorado mm-hmm. of like a bunch of writers and stuff uh, coming and going where they're basically going, okay, let's see what we can come up with. Right. right. <clears throat> basically a, a brain trust or a brainstorm of, of sorts. Throwing shit at tank. the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. yeah. There's no bad ideas in spitballing. Mm-hmm. Right. So these plans include the killing of Wonder Woman 3. Uh, Whoa. So like it's... So apparently, Patty Jenkins, who um, wrote and directed the first two, second one was a big old stinky. Mm. It was. There was no way around it. I, big old loaded diaper. It was one of the first ones. I may have talked about this before. But like, my wife and I came home from like visit. It came out in December on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. My wife and I were coming home from somewhere uh, north of here, mm. and uh, I don't remember what we were doing, but we stopped and like picked up Texas Roadhouse on the way home and. Mm-hmm. You know, it was when, like, tech, the restaurants were trying to figure out how to do that. So it was, like, yeah. takeout at places that do not do takeout. Yeah, that like, was they, a Like, they had time. a drive-thru. Yeah, know? yeah. Like a drive-up. Mm-hmm. But, a little box up there. Yeah, so we brought it home. And we're like, all right, well, let's put on, you know, let's eat and put on Wonder Woman 84. Mm-hmm. And I, I fell asleep on the couch. I, you know, I had a full belly. <laughs> had a long day. It was kind of cold, December. And Wonder Woman was not interesting. Mm-hmm. at the. You know, I really enjoyed the first one. We went and saw it in theater, and I had a good time with it. I fell asleep, woke up, and the movie was still happening. And I asked Morgan, I was like, how, like, how long was I out? And she was like, oh, pretty good good amount of time. Like, it feels like you've been out for a while. And I'm like, fuck. And then there was still quite a bit of movie left. Mm-hmm. And it just it felt like a task. Whoa. It was total opposite of my experience with the first one. And that you figure Patty Jenkins was supposed to be making um, a Star Wars um, Rogue Squadron movie. That's kind of been wiped from the slate, mm. and I do think a big portion of that is like the reception of Wonder Woman eighty four, where they're like, "Yeah, we're just uh, not, not, not going great." <laughs> Pass. Well, apparently she presented her her like treatment right for mm. Wonder Woman three, and they were like, "Yeah, this doesn't fit in with our, you know, our our our, our uh, plan, our, our, our vision, uh, vision." Yeah, moving forward, and allegedly she like one of the criticisms must have been something to do with character development because uh allegedly her basically like middle finger i'm on the way out the door kind of thing was literally presenting the executives with the dictionary definition of character development Mm -hmm. as like a yeah there is character development because this is what character development is Mm -hmm. you guys need to fucking learn something and then like left (laughs) now that's pretty rumory yeah but it's specific enough that I'm like, uh, <laughs> I wonder if that's, you know, maybe there is a grain of truth sound, in that. Yeah, that doesn't sound like far from the tree. Yeah. Uh, so, that, so, yeah. Wonder Woman 3 is, at this point in this iteration, dead. Uh, the closing of the Snyderverse. So, all of that stuff from, like, the Justice League and it's all done. that, all those characters, they're trying to close that off. Not canon. Uh, and that includes the heroes. Right? So, they're shutting down, potentially. This is, like I said, this is all in flux. Uh, Man of Steel 2 with Henry Cavill, which, like you and I talked about, he potentially that's one I, of the reasons why he quit The Witcher. Yeah. Was because he's going to be making Superman movies. Mm-hmm. And he liked um, Superman more because yeah. they followed more to the comics. Well, it wasn't even that, but he thought there was potential for that. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, no more Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Whoa. Uh, all of these characters are set to cameo in the Flash film due out in June. Uh, so back in September, uh, Henry Cavill's portion of that cameo was filmed, 
but the studio seems to be at a toss up as to whether or not they're going to even include it in the film because they don't want it to promise some future possibility that they have no intention of delivering on. Uh, I I wasn't expecting them to boot uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Right. So, well, it's because that the implication of that is that the Snyderverse stuff happened, right? Yeah. So they're trying to move forward. So, uh, <clears throat> the Hollywood Reporter sources that were inside that are inside Warner Brothers uh, wanted to really stress that no plans are actually finalized and that the Flash itself is still an unlocked picture, meaning it's still subject to change. Sure, right? It's not set in stone any, yet. Um, obviously, we just saw the return of Cavill in the post-credit scene for Black Adam mm-hmm. in October. With the, uh, Henry Cavill going as far as posting a video to Instagram, making an official statement of his return as the Man of Steel. Right, like I want to officially state I am back at Superman. Yeah. Uh, this, of course, all happened before James Gunn and Peter Safran began forging a path forward for the DCU. So now we've got a Black Adam. Black Adam is unlikely to receive a sequel after a pretty underwhelming box office performance. Mm-hmm. And with multiple sources claiming that Johnson's uh, overall involvement in the development and marketing, where he's been pretty like trying to make himself as a marketing point mm-hmm. uh, and even going to like take him to Twitter to like defend the, the the movie itself and its performance and mm. like kind of snapping at IGN a little bit and, and things like that and basically at, you know adding and subtweeting mm-hmm. a bunch of publications and it's been like kind of petty sometimes hey that's what Twitter is baby right well apparently it hasn't been very endearing to the new leadership wow. where they're like yeah we don't know that we'd like this guy's approach yeah right uh, and so that's probably dead in the water Jason Momoa seems to have the most future potential in the strangest way. So his Aquaman sequel is due out this time next year, which would be the last movie releasing that's been produced under the last group Mm -hmm. of leadership. And however, uh, so a a lot of people close to DC studios have been uh, basically mentioning, whispering, rumoring, right? That Momoa, uh, his name has been alongside that of the intergalactic potty mouth body bounty hunter Loba. Lobo. So mm-hmm. Lobo is like this big buff, like cigar chewing. <laughs> you know, he's kind of a, a almost wacky, insane character who just he's like he looks like a biker mm-hmm. who travels the galaxies. That's what I want to see. Bounty hunting. right? That's what I want to see. And if you see pictures of like that iteration, because there's also apparently like a really thin Lobo. Mm-hmm. But pr- traditionally, people picture like this big buff, you know, like I said, cigar chomping. Yeah. Guy. Jason Momoa, if you uh, pale him up, he looks like Lobo. Uh, And so none of this is certain, of course, but it does seem to indicate that the future that Gunn and Saffron see is the clearest path out of this, like, you know, messy state of affairs that uh, is currently, like, kind of crippling DC is kind of a little bit more, um, I don't want to say fun, but, you know, let's allow ourselves to be a little weird. Yeah. You know, Lobo's an odd character, yeah. right? But if you look at the stuff that James Gunn has made for and he, DC, yeah, he can pull the that Suicide off. Squad, right. Peacekeeper, you know, or they're Peacemaker. Odd characters. You know, they're, yeah, they're, they're silly characters. Peacekeeper, you got Apex on the mind. Yeah. I'm fiending. No. <laughs> um, and well, so that that's their, I'm thinking they might go, okay, let's look at a, another whole other section of sure. DC and then maybe loop our way back around. And like, that makes me think like... I am kind of bummed because I do still want to see Henry Cavill as Superman. Right. But I do understand where they're coming from. Did of, you try again? Whoa, Siri, you got to settle down. 
but I do understand, you know, the standpoint of like, yeah, it's just it's not going to work. The thing. Yeah, we're cleaning yeah. house, and unfortunately, that means Henry yeah. Cavill is a part of that. Yeah, and that you know that sucks. Now, yeah, but if if he auditions for it again, and they're like, or, or even they might not. I mean, you don't have to audition him. He's done. Sure, right? He's got sure. a movie under his belt, so maybe they take a. And we're going to take a little break from what I've written to just you know interject. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if they take a path of. Basically, like we kind of talked about, turn Flash into Flashpoint and use it as a clean slate. Yeah. You know, reset the universe in universe. Yeah. And maybe Henry Cavill can, can survive still that. be, yeah, Superman. And still be Superman. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, the last wrinkle of this whole thing involves two yet-to-be-released uh, projects, Shazam! Fury of the Gods mm-hmm. and Blue Beetle. So, both are due out next year. And both very much are in flux uh, with the rest of the current DC slate. So not a lot known about their thoughts on those projects, just that they are still releasing them. But, uh, you know, along with the rest of the DC universe, Mm. but subject to disappear. You know, they're made. We don't want to not release them because, you know, that's money to be made potentially. Make some return on it and then move forward. Right. So both of those, like I said, are due out next year. All of that leads us to James Gunn actually responding to the THR article on Twitter stating, and this is kind of, there's a little bit of a lengthy quote here. So he says, so as for the story yesterday in the Hollywood Reporter, some of it is true. Some of it is half true. Some of it is not true. And some of it we haven't decided yet whether it's true or not. Uh, And then he goes on to say, although this first month at DC has been fruitful, building the next 10 years of story talks, uh, sorry, takes time and we're still just beginning. And he continues to say, um, Peter and I chose to helm DC Studios knowing we were coming into a uh, fractious environment, both in the stories being told and in the audience itself. And there would be an unavoidable transitional period uh, as we, sorry, I lost my spot, as we moved into telling a cohesive story across film, TV, animation, and gaming. Uh, But in the end, the drawbacks of that transitional period were dwarfed by the creative possibilities and the opportunity to build upon what has worked in DC so far and to help rectify what has not. Uh, we know we are not going to make every single person happy every step of the way. But we can promise everything we do is done in service of the story and in the service of the DC characters we know you cherish and we have cherished our whole lives. So, I mean, yeah, like, it's a, like, he's even saying it. It's going to be a messy situation either way. Yeah. You know. And we're just doing what and unfortunately it's logically one of those where, makes sense. Yeah, you have to point at it and go, it's not been working, so you got to change. Yeah. Right. The whole, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, it's broke. It's broke. And so you got to, you know. We got to fix it. You know, the definition of insanity, you know. (laughs) Do the same thing over and over and hope it, you know, different results. Well, it's not working. So we got to change it up. Um, Get a new window. Yeah. You know, like quit trying to glue it together. (laughs) Yeah. And so get a new window. Yeah. It's not going to, we're not going to make the people that like what's been coming out happy. You know what I want to see? That's something that's kind of an oddball and it's a little out there. It's uh, one of the few Batman comic books I've read Uh um, where it's like a, an apocalypse, mm-hmm. and it's Batman. He's still trying to do is that it, with Gotham. Um, is it like a desert apocalypse, or is it more like no? It's like frozen. A, no, it's like overgrown. Like okay. Gotham is just you know over, uh, way overgrown. I can't think of what it's called, but yeah, is um, who's one of the main villains in it? Oh, I think it might be Scarecrow. Okay, yeah. I can't think of what that's called. I haven't read it, but I've it but comes you know up a it, lot yeah. in like Dude. lists of comics that you should read. Yeah, I remember I read that one. It's it's really good, and he's he's a little more dark and yeah. ruthless in that. Right? One. Yeah, we're like you the know, rules are bent. You yeah, know? you know, because there's no city. It's yeah. it's gone. You know, yeah. he's doing this just 
strictly trying to <laughs> I could go on shits and gigs right? yeah but that's something I think would be cool to see uh, speaking of that is something that I didn't write in here but I do remember seeing when I was reading through is that um, as of right now there are no plans to touch the Robert Pattinson the Batman so it's no, 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 no. Like, they're not harming that at all. Oh, I it's, think they meant, like, they're not progressing with it. I was like, No, no, oh. no. They're going to let the sequel continue to be good, written good, and stuff. They're not good. They're not fussing with that. Good, good, good. Which good, makes good. sense. It was probably one of the more successful DC movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, at least the sequel to Joker is, is safe because it's already starting production, mm-hmm. which leads us into... Do you have any more thoughts on DC? That was a lot of... In no, I mean, info dump. yeah, like I was just saying, like, it really does kind of suck, but like, I understand, like, and you know, the fact that he's coming out and being like, yeah, no, like it's, it it's, it's going to suck, but like, it's going to get gonna worse before it gets better. Right. Right. So, you know, I, he has a vision, he's got plans, you know, he's adapting, you know, yeah. ad- adapting change. So yeah, I'm, I'm behind him. Yeah. Um, and apparently they have like a presentation with, um, Peter Zaslav, mm-hmm. who's the head of uh, Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, sometime this month, I think it was like either this week coming up or the following week, the week before Christmas, uh, where they're going to present whatever their 10-year plan is. Mm-hmm. And so maybe after that, we'll get a better, I don't know how much they'll announce ahead of time, you know sure, what I mean? Sure. But you know, the potential for us to get a clearer look at what the future looks like. Mm-hmm. I figure beginning of the year, we'll, if there are going to be projects canceled, that's when we'll that's, hear about yeah, them. That's when we'll figure it yeah, out. Every, all right. Well, we got this thing nailed out. Everybody go home, enjoy your holiday, take two weeks off. Right. Mm-hmm. And then come back and we'll get back to work. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Todd Phillips, who's the director of Joker and its sequel, Jokey, Joker, <laughs> Jokey, Jokey, <laughs> Jokey, Fuller, Dahl. No, uh, Joker, Folie de Folie du. Uh, that title's really got to, grow on you mm-hmm. uh it, he shared a first look image of joaquin phoenix on instagram uh with the caption day one our boy hashtag joker <laughs> right and oh, it boy. the photo just shows joaquin phoenix as a joker seemingly as a uh patient or prisoner mm-hmm. inside arkham asylum uh receiving a shave from an orderly so he's oh. he's you know got no shirt on he's got mm-hmm. sores and stuff where he's been picking on him by his body and whatever and he's kind of kicked back over his sink getting a straight straight shave from a, mm, a mm. person in an Arkham Asylum, mm-hmm. you know, orderly uniform. Uh, <gasps> Do you think that's, they're going to slice the smile into him? Do you think that's an option? Ah, no. No? I don't think they'll go the, yeah, I'm just the cut smile. Yeah. I'm just spitting. Uh, not much is known about the project, obviously, mm-hmm. other than that Gaga is going to play Harley Quinn, True. and the film seemingly is going to be a musical, mm-hmm. and other than that, all we know is that the film is set for release on October 4th of 2024. So not next, not this coming year, but the following. Uh, I know you're psyched about Joker. Yes, I am very excited yeah. for it. Yeah, I mean, we've been back and forth on it. Sure. Didn't do it for me. Yeah, yeah I wasn't like, oh, it wasn't bad, but I am. Yeah. Yeah, same thing with Avatar. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm more psyched about it than you are. Uh, so Stephen King's Dark Tower series of novels is receiving another attempt at an adaptation. I don't know if you remember a few years back, there was an Idris Elba, Matthew McConaughey movie with uh about the dark tower that was not well or was not good and was not well received no. it's like an eight book series and they try to condense it down into like an action movie mm-hmm. and it just didn't those always do well what do you mean <laughs> yeah what do you mean yeah, how those, is that a those... recipe for failure yeah like that sounds that's printing money i don't yeah. know what you're talking about uh <laughs> no so this time it's as a series uh, at amazon from mike flanagan so 
Flanagan, of course, is the mind behind the Haunting uh, I series. Pot with my Flanagan, <laughs> the Haunting anthologies on on Netflix. Doctor Sleep, which was the Shining sequel. I like Doctor Sleep. I did too. Midnight Mass, which was my most favorite of his. <sighs> I still have to watch his, uh, that. I hear such good shows. things about it. And the most recently, the Midnight Club, which I heard kind of mixed things about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Flanagan and his producing partner Trevor Macy actually own the rights to the eight book series. Uh, it's a supernatural western. Wild West. Wild West. Uh, do declare because you've got the man in black and you got the gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, let's see here. They own the rights, like I said, and Flanagan actually called his pilot treatment his holy grail of TV work. And in an interview with Deadline, Flanagan said, "We view it as a series that's going to last five seasons. And having lived with this project as long as I have, I have an enormous amount of uh, it worked out in my brain already. But I have a pilot script that I'm thrilled with, and a very detailed outline for the first season, and a broader outline for the subsequent seasons. Good. So he is a guy who's passionate in general about horror. And when you're passionate about, you, you can tell. You can through. really yeah. tell. And so, like he, like I said, he he did Doctor Sleep, and I remember a few, maybe five, ten episodes back, mm-hmm. we talked about um, what would have been the uh, Shining sequel. Mm-hmm. That Mike Flanagan wanted to, to work yeah. on, and it just didn't go anywhere. Um, I think it was because Dr. Sleep just underperformed. And so then he, he did that. He worked on a mini or a movie on Netflix called Gerald's Game, which is I heard a, about that. Yeah, which is a, a Stephen King short story. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, he's, he's worked with Stephen King properties before. Yeah. And, I mean, pretty much everything the man's done is horror, and a lot of it's been very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, He's got a one that I, I don't see brought up a lot called Hush that Morgan and I watched oh, together. Oh, yeah, I know Hush. Where she's, she's uh, deaf, deaf and, and mute. Yeah. And somebody's... And some guy broke into yeah, her house. trying and, to break into her house and, and that, kill her. It's very real. Yeah. And it's like a like you don't even think about a scenario so, like that. little fun fact, she's an author. Her character is in that. Yeah. The book she's writing is Midnight Mass. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, but no, that was a really good movie. Mm, I really liked Hush. That that one gave me chills. Yeah. It didn't make me jump, but right, it was yeah, like, but it's oh. like, yeah. I've, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but I know I've talked about it with you and with Morgan. That like the supernatural doesn't really like stick it's the with the realism. Me ones. It's the real stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, people scare me. Um, I think about like, scariest thing out there, man. Yeah, it's people. Yeah, <laughs> you know, most dangerous game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, hunting long pig. Uh, <laughs> do you remember that book the most dangerous oh, yeah. game where they kidnap yeah. people and yeah. make them force them to exercise to get like super yoked yeah. and then they just and then they release, release them, them into the, the wild some, on some island. old rich guy hunts them <laughs> yeah. so uh, last bit of news here before we get into the game awards yes I'm gonna butcher this person's last name so it's the last name is A-L-B-L Abel or Abel Albel Albel I don't know so Liz Albel Albel I'm not sure uh, Audible they, <laughs> not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Uh, they were the the writer on Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, they've joined Bioshock Four development as the narrative lead. So, uh, her other credits include the fourth and fifth iterations of Far Cry, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Watch Dogs Legion. And so, Liz took to Twitter and she exclaimed, "The dream is real." So happy to announce I've joined Cloud Chamber as narrative lead on Bioshock. The Bioshock sequel was announced back in 2019 but it remains pretty unclear if it will be a direct sequel. So developer Cloud Chamber called it the next iteration in the Bioshock franchise, which kind of is vague enough that you still don't know. Right. Like, are they rebooting it? Is it a sidequel? What is it? Right. right. Um, but uh, Cloud Chamber posted a recruitment for developers of a, quote, new and fantastical world. 
which seems to suggest that the setting would not be a return to Rapture or Columbia, but something new entirely. Uh, so Kelly Gilmore, who is the head of Cloud Chamber, said, we hope that fans love our future plans for this environment. Uh, that said, it'll be a bit of a wait for more details as the game will be in development for several years. Uh, and obviously, that was back in 2019-ish that that was all stated. If they're just now hiring someone as a narrative lead, they're still in the writing phase, so they're still yeah, a few early. years away. Yeah, they're real early. I, I would think we are not seeing it until like 2026, maybe, which is a bummer. I, I've talked about it before, Bioshock, doesn't miss for me all three are beautiful games i've played bits of one mm-hmm. um i think it was the one is it infinite the one you Bioshock have infinite columbia yeah yeah i played bits of that one yeah. um and it was really good and i want to yeah. i want to get down and play all again added yeah this throw it on lit. the list yeah the growing list of shit <laughs> get me all fired up <laughs> it's been a long it's been a long it's fucking been a long day. day yeah we're recording kind of late mm-hmm. after a long day of work Through my can, it was kind of empty. Yeah, it's like not empty enough to throw. <laughs> no. you and we got liquid, all the we got all these electronics yeah, and cords and we shit. We both just, quickly went to go oh, pick oh, it up, and an electronic lighter just fucking explodes. <laughs> There's a house fire, <laughs> but we don't stop recording. No. We're carrying the recorder in our mics and we're running, <laughs> trying to get the dogs and the wife out of the house. You know, I like that I said that as if she's our wife. <laughs> The dogs and the wife. And the wife. Your whole ball and chain, you know? <laughs> Just be one of those husbands. Like a 90s sitcom. I hate my wife. The old ball, the old and, ball chain. and chain. Al Bundy. Hold, yeah. Holds me back. Mm. <laughs> all right. That's uh, that's all I got. Thoughts on Bioshock? No, like I said, I, I've, I've you know only played yeah. a little bits of uh, the Infinite, but I know you and I will joke around and you showed me like... Um, what is it with big daddies? Yeah, and uh, when the little sisters, mm-hmm. when you've saved all the little sisters yeah. in an area, yeah, and the the big daddy can't find one, so he's just mm-hmm. yeah. So I definitely want to you know play that and yeah. you know, experience that. But I'm excited. I mean, you know, for whatever they have, especially Look, Mr. Uh, Bubbles, an <laughs> angel, <laughs> such a creepy pale little girl with a fucking needle and a bottle. On That's the like end the of size it. of her. It's yeah. a huge needle. Yeah, she's sucking Adam out of dead bodies and just drinking it. I mean, if you're not doing that, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, right. You ain't, you <laughs> you ain't living. living. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, uh, and obviously, like, like I said right off, off the top, Liz Albel was a writer on Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. which was one of my favorite games of the year it came out. It was so It was It and The Last it of Us so Part good. 2. And it's we, like, need to get, we need to get back into the multiplayer. Of The Last of Us? No. Oh, oh Ghost, of Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah, dude. The co-op on dude. that was fucking fire. And now that you got your now PS5. Now that I got the PS5, Ooh, we can... fuck. We'll have to... Can I transfer Ghost of Tsushima from my PS4? Or yeah, does it work? It's, it's a process, but yeah. So, let's talk about the game awards. Yeah. So, I figured we'd start with uh, the awards themselves and then move on to all the, sure. the announcements, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So, here's the full list of winners. I'm going to just... IGN's nice and handy. They just made yeah. lists. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Excellent. Thanks a heap, IGN. Credit given. So, do we start at the top with Game of the Year, or do we work our way up to it? No, work our way up. Work our way up. All right, let me go to the bottom of this fucking list here. We'll skip through the non-exciting ones. No offense to people that worked really hard on video games this year. (laughs) (laughs) You're a monster. Yeah, Yeah, I'm glad glad you put your sweat, blood, and tears into this and didn't see your wife for a year. Pass on that fucking category. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> There's a reason they fucking showed you in the pre-show, people. Because nobody gives a fuck. Jesus. <laughs> My God. 
Yeah, I know you worked really hard, but fuck off. Uh, best adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the nominees were Arcane League of Legends, which is an anime. Uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, another anime. anime. The Cuphead Show, Sonic the Hedgehog Two, and Uncharted. Uh, Arcane one, mm-hmm. which I mean, yeah. I thought a part of me kind of wanted Uncharted to win. I didn't. I knew it wasn't going to because it no, was just yeah, okay. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, knew I mean, it we was. were like we were overwhelmed by it. But only barely, and only because we set we our expectations so super low. Super low. Yeah, um, I think we've kind of gotten away from our definition of that. We're like, our expectations—if it exceeds our expectations, it was overwhelming, right? Mm-hmm. So if we have really low expectations for something and it exceeds those, it's overwhelming. I mean, yeah. That's... If it meets our expectations, it's simply whelming. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's been a few movies. That there's been a few movies where we're like, like eh, I thought it was going to be mid, and it was mid, so it simply whelmed. Mm. Or you know, it, I I thought it was gonna be mid, and it wasn't mid, so I was simply whelmed because it still wasn't the best. And you're yeah. like, well, no, it should have been overwhelming. Yeah, yeah you know, this thing's flimsy. Who fucking knows? Yeah, right? it's our fucking show. We're dude. All gonna die one day. Bing. <laughs> Easy. Must, uh, just down. trigger your fear. Yeah. Most anticipated game, uh, which I was kind of excited for this category. So most anticipated coming up. Uh, final, as opposed to most anticipated games that are released. Fucking idiot. Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> Me, not you. Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And Legend of Zelda, Zelda. won by a mile. I, I even told Morgan because she watched it live with me. I was like, she was like, oh, I think Hogwarts. And I was like, nah, it's Legend of Zelda. No way it's not. Yeah, dude, <laughs> Breath of the Wild did so good. Yeah, people soon as want everyone, that so bad. As soon as people found out just the name of the new Legends of Zelda, they were creaming. Yeah. It was all over Twitter. Yeah. I remember that. So we're, we are going to kind of be disrespectful and blitz through the esports stuff. because. Sure. I don't give a fuck. We're not big in esports. No. So esports team was loud. That's a Valorant team. Best esports game was Valorant. Uh, best esports event was the 2022 League of Legends World Championship. Uh, best esports coach was uh, Matthias, uh, who's for loud, uh, which is the team from Valorant. Uh, best esports athlete was Jacob Ye Whitaker from Valorant. Content creator of the year was Ludwig. Uh, best multiplayer game was actually Splatoon 3. Yeah. Which yeah. beat out Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Multiversus, which I thought had a chance because people really like Multiversus. Uh, it's the fighting game. No, I remember. I thought Multiversus won. No. Mm-mm. I know they won one award. They won something, yeah, yeah. But it was not best multiplayer game. Um, Overwatch 2, which I did not think was going to win because people really were not happy with that launch. Uh, Splatoon 3, obviously, like I said. And then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> Uh, best sim or strategy game, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope won. Was not expected. No. Uh, let's see here. Best sports or racing game, Gran Turismo 7 won. Uh, let's see. Best family game, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. That was a good one. Yeah. That's a good game. Best fighting game was Multiversus. That, that's what it was. That's what it was. Uh, best RPG, Elden Ring, which, yeah, I agree. Sure. I was like, yeah, I could see that. Uh, there weren't a ton of RPGs this year. Mm-mm. So best action adventure game. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok. Bingo. Beat out uh, Plague Tale Requiem, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic. Best f- uh, action game, Bayonetta 3-1 against Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, let's see, Innovation and Accessibility. So that's just an award where they push the boundary forward on mm-hmm. what makes a game accessible to as many people as possible. Sure. And God of War Ragnarok won. I thought it was going to be a toss-up between that and The Last of Us Part 1 because mm-hmm. both of them took really big leaps to like where you can damn near play this game without playing it, yeah. you know, make it as accessible to someone who would really struggle to do most things in a video game. Like me. Um, 
No, I mean people who are honestly oh. unable. I thought like easy mode. No, like <laughs> yeah, no, it know, didn't click dis- until just now. Descriptive audio, you know, people for the things for the colorblind. Uh, <laughs> there's actually a really nice charity uh, settle in here that I I always support when I'm able to called um, Able Gamer. Oh, and they make like I, custom fact, stuff I, I for individuals say, who have that. disabilities. There's, you know, on like Snapchat, there will be like a bunch of stuff and people yeah. will share their stories. But one of the ones was this guy and he plays video games, but he had a special controller uh-huh. and he like can't use his thumbs real well. Yeah. But he has both of those pads for those joy cons yeah. that they can make. Uh-huh. And he uses that. And yeah, dude, he, he shows like clips of him oh, yeah. playing Call of Duty. He's fucking it up. He's, yeah. he's mopping them. And I love that because, I mean, I've seen uh, it's the first. Blah, 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 blah. This is the first year that I remember that they didn't highlight like a charity. Mm-hmm. But actually, the Game Awards is where I learned of the Able Gamer. Um, and there was somebody telling their story who uh, talked about how, like, you know, their their level of ability makes it so that they're pretty much stuck at home in, in bed. And video games are a great escape. Yeah. Right. Um, but he struggled with most video games, mm-hmm. right? And so the Able Gamer came in and they set him up with something where, like, I think he had quite a bit of level of control with, like, blowing into a straw. Okay. And, like, verbal commands sure. and things like that. And I think maybe he had use of one or a few of his fingers, and mm-hmm. so they kind of set him up with something where you can do most things with these, you know? Yeah. And, he, you know, he was, like, really emotional about being able to experience oh, all these abs- games. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's something that's always been really important to me. I can't think there's a, a website called, um, I completely lost it, but you can buy video games by donation where they'll release like a pack basically for like, this is November and you get these five games, right? Sure. Um, they give you like a steam code, mm-hmm. but you, they just ask you to give what you can oh, yeah. and you can either choose how much of it goes to the developers, how much of it goes to the charity of your choice, things like that. And you get to pick your charity out of a list oh. and then, I always slide it to 100% of my my donation goes to the charity. Mm-hmm. You know, f- fuck the game developers, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. especially if it's like, Gra- you know, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. They're, they're not hurting, you know. way more yeah. money than they need. Uh, but yeah, that whole big aside, just because I think that's something that needs more attention. Yeah, um, absolutely. Let's see. Best VR or AR game. Did I say that God of War Ragnarok won that? Yes. For uh, innovation and accessibility. Yes. Uh, so best VR or AR game was Moss Book 2, mm-hmm. which I haven't heard of. Never heard of it. Uh, but it made me go, oh, shit. Uh, it went up against After the Fall, Among Us VR, Bone Lab, and Red Matter 2. I think Among Us VR. It had potential, but mm-hmm. it came Let's... out, and it was a little gritty, yeah. a little grainy, uh, but it's got some work. Best community support was actually a pretty decent category, I thought. Uh, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy fourteen Online, which was the winner. Yeah. Fortnite and No Man's Sky. Um, I thought Apex would have been up there. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those. You know, it is constantly updated, but I know that like the Final Fantasy fourteen yeah, community yeah, is like they're, they're passionate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, best, if you're fourteen games deep. You're yeah, you're, you're with it. it. Yeah, best mobile game was Marvel Snap. Mm-hmm. Uh, best debut indie game, which, which was one that was I was Stray. excited for, was Stray. Um, which like we talked about, I was I'd be very surprised if it didn't win that category because it's nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah. It won two awards. Yeah, yeah. two awards, isn't it? Yeah, because the next one was Best Indie Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so both of those I thought were well-deserved. Straight mm-hmm. was an excellent game, especially to find out that it is their first game. I cried. Oh, yeah. I cried at that game. Yeah, not hard, but like a... Uh. No, yeah, just a couple of tears fell out. Uh, best Ongoing Game, Final Fantasy fourteen Online. Yep. Uh, games for Impact, so for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. 
didn't play any of these, um, but I did remember seeing the winner as Dusk Falls mm-hmm. and had like a weird like drawn. Yeah. Um, well, uh, most of them had a different it. art style yeah. to them, which I noticed. Uh, let's see. Best performance. So Ashley Birch for Horizon Forbidden West, Charlotte McBurney for A Plague Tale Requiem, Christopher Judge for God of War Ragnarok, Manon Gage for Immortality, and Sonny Suljic for God of War Ragnarok. So Christopher Judge did win. He portrays Kratos, and he proceeded to give a nine-minute uh, like nine mm-hmm. acceptance speech. That was too long. Yeah, uh, I, I told you when I watched it live, I got bored in the middle of it. No disrespect to him, but like, you know, got yeah, let's move it along, guy. And I checked Twitter real quick, and there was literally a picture posted by IGN five minutes ago of him coming up to accept the award. And I was like, he's been talking too long. <laughs> like He's been talking long enough that I got bored. And they went, yeah, five minutes ago, this man went up on stage. And they ended up playing him off. And as the music's getting louder and louder, he's just talking over it. <laughs> and I'm like, dude. But it did kind of like add gravitas to the <laughs> speech where it sounds like he's just got like background music to the speech now. You know? Uh, best audio design. God of War Ragnarok, being Elden Ring, Modern Warfare 2, Gran Turismo 7, and Horizon Forbidden West. Best score or music, Bear McCreary won for God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, great music. Yeah, like, easy. Best art direction was, I've seen a lot of heat on this one. Elden Ring won against God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray. Stray was a really Stray pretty was game. was a really beautiful game. God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, really nice Very, colors, vibrant. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I mean, Elden Ring had nice environments too, but it I, it wasn't it, as um, as weird as it's going to sound. If you can picture it in color, when I say this word, it just felt very medieval. Yeah, it was very like dull, dull. like not yeah. in like a bad way, but yeah. like in the way that medieval. There were is some dull. fantastical like visuals, sure, like but you know, like golden, overall. you know, boss battles were like, yeah, you know, or like, like this, there's a large tower in the distance sure. or this swamp and things like that, but. Just the vibrancy and yeah, I mean, let it really stands out in all the other games. But now that might be a simple take of like, I like the colors. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, like it's colors. like uh, you know, it's like going, well, I guess you like a lot of Marvel movies, don't you? And you're like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I also really liked everything, every role at once. And you're like, oh yeah, that really sleeper hit, hundred million dollar making movie. And you're like. Oh no! I guess my takes aren't that hot. <laughs> am Maybe I they're lukewarm. <laughs> am I? Am I basic? Am I a basic bitch? Uh, best narrative: God of War Ragnarok one mm-hmm. uh, against a Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. And then best game direction was a bit of a hot one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elden Ring mm-hmm. won against God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray. Mm-hmm. And it says that it's awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. What? We've talked about this. There is no direction. So if you go with that definition, I can see what they're saying. Uh, if you take it on in innovation for uh, game direction and design insofar as like it, it kind of took the Breath of the Wild uh, route for an open world okay. of like we're going to put you in the open world and you could technically in some ways go to the final boss fight. Sure. And take it on. Right. Uh, there is not a lot of hand-holding, right, mm-hmm. uh, which I think was divisive for some people, um, <laughs> myself included sometimes. Dude, my ass got whooped in there. I couldn't get past, like, that second mission. Yeah. Well, there's no missions. That's a hard part. Well, like, the second, like... Like, area that you yeah. entered. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't. I, I do want to give it another try, because I'm like... I Obviously, I'm in a minority, right? And so I'm like, 
maybe I'm missing something. That, right? that game, maybe I will, but it is not. It's not on a priority. No, I agree. I'm the same way. Um, so it, it did beat God of War Ragnarok. I think I said all that, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Game of the year went to Elden Ring, which I knew was a very good possibility, and I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a little bit like, my team lost, you know. Mm-hmm. But just because I didn't like the game, it wasn't my game of the year. Sure. But I understand that I wasn't the. You know, we the are the minority. The game awards wasn't made for me, right? Um, and I do think, from a voting standpoint, it was down between those two games. Yeah. And neither one deserved to lose. No. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh man, Elrond's rigged. rigged. Elrond you know was I mean? trash. No, yeah, it like, wasn't yeah. like that. It wasn't for me, but a, a lot of people really enjoyed it and found whatever it was they were looking for in it. And so, yeah. you know. Overall, I think I agreed with most of the the wins yeah. Um, yeah. Th- that I had, like you know, enough weight on to go. Oh yeah, that's what I think should win. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think I ended up voting for because it was all. That's the other thing is it is voted upon. Now they did make a comment. I didn't see it in the list here. Uh, the, the actual I didn't actually see the award in here, so it must have been one that they didn't feel the need to post. Uh, let me. I'm just gonna double check. I didn't miss it. It was like. Like basically the fan favorite game, oh. and it was being <laughs> brigaded by bots on Twitter. Oh, it was, it was uh, Genshin. No, it was Genshin. Well, no, not the one, not the winner. Genshin Impact did end up winning. Yeah, but Sonic uh, Frontiers was being yeah and brigaded like, as the they, winner, and he even straight up said, Jeff like, Keighley said, like once we, we took out all the bots, bots, yeah, and I was like, ooh, heat. Yeah. T. Jeff Keeley is a fucking savage. <laughs> He's just I like to picture him being like uh the kingpin in uh Spider Man into the Spider Verse. <laughs> kill that kill guy. guy. <laughs> kill that guy. Uh, kill that guy. So now let's move on to the, the exciting stuff. Yes. The announcements. So Final Fantasy sixteen got a new trailer. Um I I I'm not don't, big on the final I fan. don't know. I'm not gonna lie, final the new the trailer looked, looked good. good. Yeah. But I was like, that would be fun. But I got to catch up on but that's my thing, 15 is games I don't know to the, understand. I don't know if you do or not. I don't know how this, like, it's I'm, so convoluted. And that confuses my brain to the point where I just don't. It's I'm not. Just, yeah. I'm going to leave it alone. The the barrier to entry just feels too thick for me. Something I hear a lot is, um, like, people, I feel the same people, way about Kingdom Hearts. People feel, well, I like Kingdom Hearts. Um, people feel the same way about World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah, is I like, can see that. Like, definitely. I got a buddy who at work who plays World of Warcraft, and I'm, you know, we uh, we got to talk and he was like, you know, a new expansion came out. And I was like, oh really? Oh, you know, I heard World like, of Warcraft. Well, no, he said, don't get it. <laughs> he goes, there's so much to it, it'll just suck your life away. And he goes, and like you'll just, that's all you'll do for. You'll a be a while. husk. And I'm like, really? And he was like, yeah. And then ironically enough, like I work in retail and a yeah. customer came in. We, you know, he was a gamer and yeah. so we all got to talk and he was like playing that new world of warcraft and you know my coworker <laughs> looks over and they got they got to start talking about it and i mentioned i was like i haven't played it but i think about wanting it <laughs> wanting like, to don't. and he even was like don't <laughs> fucking don't like, do oh, not shit man it's like a, that's a sign you know it's like a drug they're like yeah. dude like don't <laughs> it makes think of uh walk hard the dewey cox story <laughs> when he's like get out of here <laughs> dewey, dewey you don't, don't want, want a part of this, this. <laughs> i kind of really want to try it all right just this one right, just one's getting <laughs> shut the door close the door shut the door uh one that really like jumped up as a surprise at me not a surprise in like i've seen people who are like oh fuck finally but this surprised me in like what is this this looks so good mm-hmm. uh was armored core six yes. fires of rubicon yeah so that's a from software game mm-hmm. uh which you know 
what a turnaround. So they just put out Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. But apparently it's their Sekiro, uh, Shadows Die Twice okay. uh, developer. So like they had two separate teams. One that was working on Elden Ring, one that was working on this, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I don't know what El- Armored Core is. No. But like the Armored Core subreddit was like on the front page of Reddit. Mm-hmm. Where like their post was basically like fucking finally, and I was kind of like, oh, I gotta check out the Armored Core subreddit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I always love finding like, a, like we talked about, a passionate group of people. Right. I'm like, I've never heard of Armored Core, but they're on the sixth game, and apparently that's a big deal. You yeah. know what I mean? And the trailer got me, so I looked in there. Just that line and, where and they blow up all yeah. those. Yeah. Like I, it's robots fighting each other, dude. That's all it is. That's and all we I, want. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> like I watched the um, Rise of the Beasts. Transformers trailer again, yeah. and I was like, that last bit of the trailer <laughs> looks kind of fire. Gas. Like, <laughs> Gas. <laughs> it's robots fighting each other. They don't have Mark Wahlberg in there, so maybe I'll give it a poke. You might you might have me. You might have him, yeah. And, you know, the beauty of doing this podcast is if I kind of want to go see it, but don't want to admit that I want to go see it, I can just use the podcast. Well, we got to watch for the podcast, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> go in and see it and be like, <laughs> or be like, no, nah, that's pretty disappointing. Like just like I thought. Yeah, my suspicions were confirmed. No, so I don't know anything about uh, Armored Core, but it looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out that trailer, people. There was uh, Atomic Heart. Yeah, I yeah. thought that one looked good. Good. Then, I'm I'm sorry, I'm jumping around, yeah, but yeah. I gotta take the reins on this yeah, yeah. Nightingale. Yes. Oh, dude. dude, fuck. We're gonna be in that, dude. Nightingale. That's us all I just fucking start, day I just long. Yelling. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> dude, but the scene the, in Nightingale where you see them build the house and then yeah, it's all yeah. foggy and orange yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're all walking out, with walking axes, out. Yeah. And you just see this the shadow of this big monster come yeah. up, and I was like, woo. <laughs> 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 I was freaking out, bro. I'm on my lunch and my little dick's getting hard because I'm losing my goddamn mind about this nightingale you're shit. At, you're at work. Like, oh, you're having a look around. You know? Coworkers shush you. You know? Shh. I'm sorry. 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 Got an air pot and quivering. You're just, oh. Dude, that shit looks so good. It's not even funny. Hades 2 got a pretty big reaction. I didn't yeah. play Hades 1, but I've heard it's very... I mean, yeah, it was I a Game Hades. of the Year nominee last yeah. year. I heard Hades was a very good game. Or no, 2020. Uh, oh, actually, it was Game of the Year in 2020. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Last year's was... Um, Takes, Takes two. 2. Yeah. Which was a very good game. I still have to good. finish it. I'm playing it with a buddy currently. Oh, you didn't finish it? Mm-hmm. We're, so clo- We're so close. Did you see that they released merch? Yes. Uh, for um, yeah. the, the the princess princess bean. Yeah, I think is her name. Yeah, the princess, elephant. Yeah, that you and you can rip you can rip off her, her off. ear and leg off, and like she was saying like no stop, stop. and yeah. I was like I'm horrified. Yeah, and like I just got over that because yeah. like we played yeah. you know not too too long ago. Yeah, and that's the part where we just got. Oh really? So and then you still got a fair bit to go. We we cleared through a lot. That was at the All beginning right. when we first yeah. started. But yeah, I was like, I don't want that. Like, I yeah. I don't want to buy that. <laughs> I, I felt like a monster. I know Morgan and I played that and beat it, and yeah, I was showing her that, and she was like, Oh no, <laughs> I know, because we, her and I are monsters. We laughed, but we laughed at like the horror of it, and where it's that weird cutesy. You're sick. You know, like the, the even the art design of the game is kind of cute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And you're just you're a monster. You're, you're murdering this elephant I who's pleading for her life. I literally wanted to put down the controller. And it's a mom and dad being like, "We gotta kill this bunny or this elephant, this elephant for our daughter. Yeah, to make her cry. To make our daughter cry. Kind of evil. Yeah, diabolical. 
the one that has me fucking. The one that had me. <laughs> was uh, Ken... got you barking. <laughs> Ken Levine's new game, which Ken Levine created the first Bioshock. Uh-huh. Judas is the name of this game, and it looks very Bioshock. Yes, yes, that one does look really good. Yeah, I'm like, I, yeah, there's. I'm very divided. Where like, it looks very Bioshock, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Go ahead. I, there's games I want to talk about yeah. that you're talking about making me think of that I have similar yeah. feelings. But so it's it's a disintegrated starship. A desperate escape plan uh, is like what the press release says. You're the mysterious and troubled Judas. Your only hope for survival is to make or break alliances with your worst enemies. Will you work together to fix what you broke, or will you leave it to burn? And so it's basically it looks like Bioshock in space. I love Bioshock and, and I love I space. Love space so. uh, you know, and so I, and the so Ken Levine went off and made his own. Um, development company mm-hmm. uh, I can't think what it's called and they don't list it here oddly enough but um, they made a, a really good game that I play a lot on the Switch or I played a lot on the Switch when it first came out called uh, The Fire and the Flood Okay, gotta check that one out yeah. I, I should Never have actually I, I think I might have mentioned it when we did our post-apocalyptic episode Okay, um, but it's, it's a good little like top-down sort of uh, perspective and you're on a raft in like a flooded out apocalypse mm-hmm. with and it's just like a, a young person and their dog and you have to like dock periodically and go ashore and like get some supplies and stuff Ooh. and then get back on your raft and keep moving it's really good what was the next game you were thinking of um hellboy yeah that looks really good that looked it? really i like that cell shaded like comic booky yeah i was gonna say he's uh, not as style. like uh he's a little more thinner yeah you know rather than him being so yeah, he's yoked, lean yeah which i'm for i, yeah. I like yeah. that version of hellboy but yeah. the art style too it was very much like the comic book and yeah. i'm very excited for that yeah. i i saw that i want to like, see oh. more of that yeah because it was a pretty minimal trailer yeah it was just of that that beast and then yeah you push them back and you yeah. see it looks like you're and, getting ready to fight and i yeah, I'm reckon I can play on that. I reckon. One that really surprised me, uh, that made me go, seeing the reaction to it made me go, man, I got to get in on this, was uh, Death Stranding 2. Yeah, apparently everyone was everyone like, was like, finally, cheer. yes. And yeah, I'm like, I, was like I heard mixed things about Death Stranding 1, where I think of like Bo Burnham's joking inside, where he's like, when he's doing the streamer bit mm-hmm. and he's like it kind of reminds me of death stranding where it's boring but that's the point you know? <laughs> it's boring but, but like that's, that's the, the point. point and i'm like is that, oh man is that is yeah, that a like, legit description norm people Re- were shitting their pants over this yeah, norman reedus looked super old, old in this one yeah. and i know that like the premise was something about like the rain aging you yeah because it, it, i remember uh morgan because she played it for a little bit and i was watching <laughs> I was teaser. she played it for an hour because she likes norman reedus and yep like, this isn't for me. <laughs> and stopped. But I remember the the one scene in the very beginning where the raindrop hits his hand. And you see the wrinkles. And you see and the like wrinkles. The, the age spot. So I figured, and it looked like on his shoulders where, you know, his shirt line is. Yeah. It starts to look young again. So I'm curious if. Yeah, what happened in the first just, game? He just got wet or something. And yeah. <laughs> he forgot to dry off. Yeah, you know, I mean, he just got old. Uh, <laughs> that happens. Yeah. That was the best of us. So now How does that work, though? Like, is your top body still, like, age? That beats me. Dude, I don't know. I didn't play it, but I kind of want to now. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I own it, I think. I mean, <laughs> Morgan played it, but I don't know if it, we had the disc or if we just bought it digitally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But it does make me want to check it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, yeah, that was a neat little, like, um, 
comment that uh, Hideo Kojima made after they showed the trailer was that apparently whatever the the premise was of Stranding Two or Death Stranding Two, mm-hmm. he rewrote it after the COVID nineteen pandemic. Yeah, because he said he didn't want to predict anything. <laughs> didn't anymore. want to predict any more future. Yeah, and so I'm like, oh, well. wow. Yeah, well, I wonder what it was about that. Yeah, it must have had something to do with disease yeah. or something where he was like, oh, well. Not bad, poor taste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so Idris Elba joins Cyberpunk 2077 yeah. in the Phantom Liberty uh, trailer. Which l- looked pretty good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I do think that's one that I will eventually work my way back to. Because um, I, w- I got burned so bad on it. I had such high hopes for it. Um, but it does sound like they're working their way back to, you know, um, good graces, I mm-hmm. guess, with it. And so maybe it'll get the the No Man's Sky treatment, you know. And no Man's Sky really can't. You know, we we haven't played that game in a minute. No, we'll have we to always talk about that. That's another one with a hard barrier to entry. Yeah, of like you see people who are like they've got a fleet, and you're like, how? I want. That. I just want a better ship. Yeah. Like, I've got ten million dollars. <laughs> I know that you and I have quite a bit of money now. It's you're still welcome. nothing compared to. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's you're welcome to. The guy on the fucking the uh, what is that thing called the anomaly who was just giving shit away? Do you remember? And then it was like really valuable yeah. shit that we went and sold. Yeah, and I sold it for like thirteen million, million credits. Yeah. and I was like, yeah, I gotta give you some of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, come here, come here, come here. yeah. <laughs> dropped you like six million. I got what you're hurting for. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yes. Do. Um, Cameron. Um, nope. No. Uh, uh, Cameron's his last name. No. Cameron Monaghan. Cam- okay, no, I was right. Yeah, I was trying to think of, of, for some reason, Cameron didn't sound right. Felt very scripted when he went out. Like, I know oh, they have a, a teleprompt, yeah. but, like, I was, like, watching this, and I was like, come on, yeah. man, you're an actor. <laughs> he doesn't mean he's a stage actor. <laughs> Act a little. You know what I mean? That's very <laughs> true. That's very true. Uh, you know, and you don't know how. I don't know how prepared he was as far as like when did they get him? You know what yeah. I mean? It might have been like, <laughs> hey, hey, tomorrow you got to be in L.A. <laughs> Al Pacino, dude, he didn't know where the fuck he dude, was. He literally read the one award, and then I swear to God, I thought they just pulled him off. They're like, this was a mistake. We got to pull, we got to pull Al Pacino like, out. Like, yeah, pull the Pacino. Makes me think. <laughs> <laughs> pull, pull the, the Pacino. Pacino. Who's up pulling the Pacino <laughs> hard end? Who up Walton they Jr. Jr. Makes me think of uh, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas when he <laughs> yanks the yodeler back with the cane. <laughs> it's like that. They just hook him and yank him. Because uh, he even man. said, he was like, I can't see the teleprompter right now. Well. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, just take get him out of there. I do I do love that. Like, I think one of the first comments he makes is like, wow, look at the crowd. <laughs> We're like, he didn't know that gaming was a thing. No. You know, and he even says he that. He even says, like, I don't play video games. And he says that he watches his kids play but i doubt that very his, much his kids have got to be 60 like, <laughs> they're old man like his kids don't know what fucking games no, are man, they're not no nah, that's not, not fair my dad's almost 60 and he's into it you know that's true oh but either <laughs> but, way but pacino, your dad and al pacino are two very different people pacino was there for a paycheck well pacino's also got like 22 years on my dad that's he's 83 that's very true <laughs> so he's got 25 years on my yeah. dad but uh yeah uh, the gameplay. Let's think about that. Yes. We got distracted. Uh, yeah, they showed us gameplay and did confirm the March 17th release date. Yes. Gameplay looks gas. Dude. You didn't I, like it? No, I did. But I'm saying like the day before, Sons of the Forest. Jedi Survivor. Yeah, like I'm 
booked. <laughs> I'm plumb full. Yeah. <laughs> I know it almost, it almost makes me want to move my vacation now to like, all right, I'll move it to like the end of March. That way I can just play all of them. You yes. know what I mean? Um, I think I have like two weeks saved up. <laughs> just burn them all. And I... I'm going to text the group chat right now. Can I move that vacation still? <laughs> who who took the last week of March? Who took the last two I weeks? will pay you a lot of money. I'm just going to be gone for half a month. I am not above <laughs> selling my body for vacation time. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I do think, talking about the gameplay, like he's kind of savage at times. Like yeah. When he fucking picks up the, the gunner and, then and makes him hold- fire at his mm-hmm. team and then slashes him through the back. It's like he made him watch him kill his own friends and then cuts Killed him down. Him. Yeah. Um, a lot of uh, mobility, it looked like. Yes. You know, they, they kind of upped some of the... The, the traversal. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets a broadsword style you know, with, the, with the, the cross guard, like too. Kylo Ren's. Like the yeah. saber itself is huge. And, and I'd seen somebody mention that they wonder if you'll be able to change fighting styles similar to Ghost of Tsushima. Because, mm. I mean, there are different fighting styles sure, in the Star Wars sure. universe. Um, and I thought that'd be kind of a neat idea yeah. of like, what if you can just customize your saber? You know, on the fly, or if you, I mean, hell, you can just put them on your fucking belt. You right. Know what I mean, yeah. they're relatively small when you're not in, they're not in use. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, I thought, looks really good. We get some new characters. <laughs> Fine addition to my collection. Cal <laughs> <laughs> uh, just turns into Grievous. Yeah, he's just got confirmed. <laughs> sabers on sabers. <laughs> um, no, I mean, what do, you, what do you say? It's Star Wars, baby. Right. right. And uh, I mean, Cameron Monaghan even was like, he, I've played this game. And he said he thinks it's the best it's one. The be- I mean, you know, obviously he's got to say that, right? Sure. But he could have said one of the best. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But, yeah, he even came out and said, like, I think it's the best one, and that's saying a lot. Like, yeah. there's been and, good Star Wars. And something I like about Cameron Monaghan from, like, interviews I've seen uh, is, like, he's knowledgeable. He's talking about characters that are, like, not, you know, yeah. like. He studies his stuff. Yeah, he's talking about, like, you know. Um, uh, Cal Katarn, you know, and, or, and, or Kyle Katarn. And so he's talking like about characters that, you know, Morgan wouldn't know what the fuck they're sure. talking about. You know what I mean? The common, you know, people know Star Wars. If I say Han Solo, most people are going to know who that is. But as soon as you start talking about side characters or characters that are only common in books or a video right. game that came out 25 years ago, right. they're, you know, they glass over, right? And he knows about these guys. Mm-hmm. And so that's promising that, like, like it a shows, Sam, it shows passion in yeah, it. Yeah. Like a Sam Witwer. Mm-hmm. Um, who you know he he's he's really passionate about it um, about Star Wars and so I do like seeing like a legitimate nerd sure. about this stuff playing again it's the passion. Another one that I know nothing about that I was like oh fuck what is it Diablo four? Mm. You didn't like that trailer? Uh, I played Diablo three. Uh-huh. Wasn't impressed. I'm not a fan of that arts or like that games like that top down view. I'm not crazy about it. No. That's just me. That's just me. It's I don't know. It's I'm weird. I've played Divinity Two. If anyone knows what that game is, yeah. a very fun game. Very much like D and D, right? But in a video game, which right. yeah. I love. Could not get behind the the camera view. I I don't know, man. It's very shallow of you. It could be. Yeah. It's just it's a personal preference. I think. Yeah. I like the first person. I'll even go the third person. But yeah. I'm just not a fan of that top down. Yeah. yeah. Teaches their own. Yeah. Well, I know I'm in we'll the. You guys will just fucking skip that trailer then. Yeah, why don't we? No, no. <laughs> Tell me we'll what you thought about. And we'll skip over Street Fighter Six too, since I don't play fighter games. That's uh. 
<laughs> you start getting, just, let's just fucking end it. Yeah, you know, know, let's just fucking call it here. We've, we've been recording for an hour. It's a short one. <laughs> we're not even doing. I hope you. I hope you didn't work too hard on the cryptid because I don't care about it anymore. So we're just going. You're like, oh. Right. I go. What's your cryptid this weekend? You tell me. I go. Yeah, I never heard of it. Let's quit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really into this. Let's just quit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? Just get defensive over a game that I I admitted I don't know much about Diablo, <laughs> but I thought the trailer was neat. And you're like, well, I don't like top down. I was like, well, then I guess we'll just fucking quit making a podcast together. <laughs> the show's over. Sorry, guys. Made it 41 weeks. Not even posting this one. Fuck it. <laughs> We're just not going to post one this week because you don't like top down games. <laughs> oh, because I just stated my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't dogging on it. I just yeah, said no, it's, not yeah, it's not for me. It's not for me. I'm like, well, then like, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> no, legitimately, I thought um, now it does run into the same thing of like, a lot of Assassin's Creed games or or I think of like a lot of these top down like RPG style games where it's like that was a really intense cinematic trailer you know very like Lord of the Rings or you know what I mean and then it's like that's not necessarily representative right of the final product depending on on how the gameplay goes but the the I mean it, it was a very cinematic trailer and I was sold on the, the story aspect of it mm-hmm. it made me go maybe I should check out Diablo you know what I mean um, I know that my, like my dad played Diablo two because I remember seeing the the box on the on the shelf, mm-hmm. but I mean it's one that passed over me. Um, I didn't have I wasn't old enough to have an interest in Diablo two, and then when Diablo three came out, I was young enough that I was like, eh, I don't know, man, it doesn't you know, and then I really just passed over it. it. Um, one of my friends that I played video games with did play quite a bit of Diablo three, and I know that he enjoyed it. Um, but you know, whatever, right? Fuck him. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, you know, fuck top-down games. Who cares? Yeah. Street Fighter Six uh, got a release date, June second, twenty twenty-three. I'm not super into fighting games. Um, I like Street Fighter, but I'm I like, like a, I like a periodic. Like, I mean, I'll pick it up and yeah. play it, but I'm not like, oh yeah. shit, you know? Yeah, they showed these new characters, and I was like, I like the yeah. old ones, Neat. you know? Yeah, yeah cool. Uh, art style, I do think it's kind of weird how they've leaned into like a, a almost comic booky. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I would say, like, and something that I kind of want to be, like, I don't want to be neck beardy, mm-hmm. but they were talking about, like, you know, uh, Street Fighter's been around for 35, 35 years, years, which yeah. is a long time. Yeah. You could do a little better on the graphics. I mean, it's, it's the same <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah, but again, it's the with same that, fucking thing. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, and then you look at, like, a Mortal Kombat where you're like, some of the graphics up close on that are, like, really good. Mm hmm. I honestly, when he started talking, I was like, oh, is this a Mortal Kombat game? <laughs> and then it wasn't. I was like, oh. uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Yeah. Got a, we got to see Batman just for a second. Or actually, I don't even know if we... Yeah, we did. We did. We just got a glimpse of him. And it is Kevin Conroy's last performance as Batman. Mm-hmm. They, they made that official. And I was like... Oh. They're, yeah, I, I got a, a hard feeling they're going to put a big thing. Either oh, the I mean, you got or to. the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm not ready for that. No. Mm-mm. Um, now an odd thing is like, I don't know. Did you play any of the Arkham games? Yeah, I played Arkham Knight. Did you beat it? No. Okay. So spoiler alert: Batman mm. dies in that. Oh, yeah. Which is weird because this is in the Arkham universe. Mm. Justice League kill the you know kill the, I'm kill the Spider Man <laughs> kill the ju- sorry Suicide Squad kill the Justice League mm-hmm. uh, is is in the Arkham universe. So Batman must have been like psych, you know, faked his death. <laughs> Not unheard of, you know. Uh, yeah, gotcha, bitches, and he just comes back to kill people, mm-hmm. which does make me wonder, because as I think I told you, the premise seems to be that Brainiac has come to Earth and is yeah. like has basically taken over 
the Justice League's mind and is using them to basically conquer the world, which not a bad plan. Mm-mm. You know, take the world's strongest heroes and yep. then turn them against the world. Yep. Um, which is a perfect job for the Suicide Squad because they are expendable. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so I do like the idea of being like, all right, how do you take this guy down? Okay, how do you take that guy down? Mm-hmm. Right. And that how you fight the Flash would be different from how you fight the Batman, you know. But it is going to be kind of tough to see the Batman uh, as Kevin Conroy as a bad guy as his yeah. last rendition. We're like, oh, he's got to play the hero, you know. And so maybe the they'll they'll bring the heroes back. I mean, I would think that the the end goal isn't to kill the Justice League, but to but somehow, to save, somehow them. save them. Yeah, but that the the name's kind of you know saucy, yeah. you know, yeah. kill the, kill the Justice League. But uh, we haven't seen a lot of gameplay from Mm-mm. this game at all. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Cinematics. Yeah, just that. Yeah, just that one cinematic trailer. Um, we got we got a clip from the Super Mario Brothers movie. I want. I really like, like it. the art style. Yeah, the I art. Mean, sti- it's, it's the video game. The art style's perfect. Yeah, I the mean, animation's on point. Yeah, I, 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 like, I, I don't hate um, Keegan Michael Key as as Toad. Toad. I don't hate Charlie Day as Luigi. I mean, I I think it's it's, it's just it's, Chris it's Pratt. On, unfortunately, the lead. Yeah, and say and uh, Jack Black. I think Jack Black. Playing Bowser is Makes, a gr- yeah, great, great sense. sense, and I, and I do I do and again it's like we didn't hear enough. They're of, really they're not really dodging his voice on out there, which makes me go, it's not good. It's not good. You know, the little bit that I have heard isn't enough to make a full judgment, but yeah. doesn't sell me at all. Mm-mm. And the fact that they're not going, here's his voice, makes me think that I'm right. I also think uh, uh, Keegan mm-hmm. when he came out and started talking about uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was cringe. he was there to do a, sale, a sales pitch, you yeah, know, I mean? a little bit, and it is a kids movie sure. at the end of the day. You sure. know what I mean? And so I do think there's that weird intersection of like, I like Mario. Mm-hmm. I'm not a kid, but kids also like Mario, and it's going to be a kids movie. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so there is that weird intersection of like, adults can like it too, but you got to sell it to the kids, mm-hmm. and so you got to show that adults are watching, and yeah. then you're trying to sell the kids. And so it doesn't always hit. But I, I, all I, in all, I, that was something I wanted to ask you about. All in all, about the awards show, I thought it was a pretty low level of cringe. Oh yeah, which I thought it was very you know, low. In the past, the game awards have been very cringy. There was a couple things. Um, Sydney Goodman, who I huge crush on her. Uh-huh. I think she's a very you know I think she's cool. She's very knowledgeable about her stuff. And yeah. I follow her on a bunch of her socials and stuff. I don't. I didn't know who she was. Really, she yeah. does a whole bunch of stuff for IGN. Or okay. she used to at least. Yeah. She used to be like the spokesperson I gotcha. for them. Um, but I just haven't seen her too much. I knew that she had to be somebody. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. I was like, she Morgan was, was like, than... Morgan was like, who is this? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know, baby. This yeah. one's missing me. Um, but she threw in a couple jokes that didn't stick. Didn't, but yeah, it, yeah, didn't land. Ultimately, none of them. Were. I was like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're hosting a show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't think she did a bad job of I hosting thought, uh, an- the pre-show. Animal. From the Muppet yeah. Theater. I love that. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. that was a nice little, like, comedic relief to have yeah. in there. Uh, let's see here. Tekken 8, another game, uh, fighting game. Don't know anything about them. Um, don't, don't, I don't want to be that way, but moving on. Yeah. Right. You know. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores DLC. I thought looked pretty cool. Seeing, like, the, the Hollywood sign getting mm-hmm. destroyed and that, you know, Ayla was going all the way to the West Coast. Um, I re- It made me want to go... I got to finish the first one first, but I really, I'm like, man, it got nominated for game of the year. I, I, I want to check it out. Um, I, I, I've been hearing, it's been quiet. That's all I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it also came out at the beginning of the year. That's very true. Yeah. You know. 
Um, and unfortunately, it came out in a year with Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok. As well as it also came out when like nobody could get their hands on the on PS5. PS5. Yeah, and so like the people who could play it, there wasn't really much to talk about because yeah. no one else could no really else relate. Getting, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and so that DLC, like I said, they didn't show a lot other than just some like environmental footage of like her flying over, you know, the ocean and like some like I said, there's the nice shot of the Hollywood sign just getting obliterated by a giant robot dinosaur. <laughs> uh, Crash Team Rumble. Oh, I love Crash yeah. Bandicoot. I I'm so glad you brought steady, that up because I wanted to talk about that. I love the fact that they had someone just, dress up as had, Crash Bandicoot crash. and then zip line down. Yeah. I thought that was such like a retro, like yeah. so we fitting. Well, uh, the PS3 era, uh, well, PS2 era and on mm-hmm. uh, into into some PS3 stuff. Crash Bandicoot was like the mascot yeah. for uh, Sony. And so, yeah, seeing, like I remember PlayStation 3 ads. Or maybe it was PlayStation 2 as I don't remember of a guy dressed up as Crash Bandicoot like re- outside the Microsoft office. I, was, I remember you know? reading uh, Game Informer uh-huh. uh, magazines and Crash Bandicoot would always be with there with Sony. So yeah, it was like in Uncharted, yeah. the video games. You know, you, yeah, you because it's from Naughty Dog. Yeah, but I I really did like that and I thought it was yeah. funny and I I'd, I'd like to give that. A yeah, shot. when I, like I as soon as I was like oh, that's Crash Bandicoot, <laughs> I looked at Morgan and she's like, all right, easy guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean. I, I'm all right with this Crash Team Rumble as yeah, a no, 4x4. Cool. Um, I I, I kind of hope that it was going to be like... I wanted a, it to be more Crash Bandicoot. I, I wanted it to be Crash... Um, I can't think of what it was called way back when, but basically Crash Razors. Yeah, like the, you that know, was the tits. Crash Band, you know, Sony's answer to Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Um, but still, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely check it out when yeah, it comes out. No, yeah. uh, Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine 2. I that like looked- that they're fighting the Gene Steelers, dude. Yeah. Um, so my dad and I played Space Marines or mm-hmm. Space Hulk, which is a tabletop game. Where like your Space Marines going into um, like a, a ship or a, a, a facility or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and the Gene Stealers, which look very much like Xenomorphs, mm-hmm. are like inside it, and you basically it's very alien in, in, or aliens. Sure. Where like the the Gene Stealers show up first as like little blips on the radar. Mm-hmm. And you like roll for initiative, basically. You like roll the dice and then you flip the blip, and it might have a five on the back. That's how many gene stealers are down this hallway now. And you're like, oh man, you're going through, you know, and you're fighting as the, the space marines. And we, I, I loved that game as a kid. And so seeing the gene stealers, I was like, yo, oh, oh shit. More, that was another one where I was like, all right, you know. And I tried to tell her about it, and she's doing her best to not glass over, you know. <laughs> she's doing her best to be supportive, you know. But she's like, oh, that's neat, you know. I'm like, that's, yes, it is neat, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Scrolling through a little bit. Yeah, there's the Hellboy game. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, an, another sad one. Michael Madsen coming out to promote uh, Crime Boss Rock A City. Yeah. I was like, ooh, he is not great either. Mm-mm. And so he came out with the two bodyguards. And yeah. And he's talking about being the mafia and stuff yeah. like that, and, or being the, the crime boss. Yeah. Um, he's getting old. That's a weird game of like, They've got Michael Madsen, Chuck Norris, fucking Danny Glover. Yeah. And uh, then, um, Kim Basinger, Danny Trejo, Vanilla yep. Ice. Yeah, they got a lot of just <laughs> of like I feel odd like they, celebrities. They just said like, how many big names can we get in this? Right. But cheap big names. Right. You know, Michael Madsen hasn't been in anything in about 15 years. Let's get him in this. Mm-hmm. You know, Danny Glover, he's getting too old for this shit. Let's get him. Uh, you know, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> he had a song. Let's yeah. get him. Ice, <laughs> baby. Boom, 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 boom. boom. 
That could have been very well plagiarized. Yeah, well, no, that's why there's the little at the end. Yeah. That's it. That was his defense in court. Was literally like bum 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 bum, and that was the saving grace, right? Uh, let's see here. So yeah, that game they didn't show any. Uh, oh, Michael Rooker was in that as well. Yes. Um, it looks like it's going to be uh, an FPS where you're going to be the leader of a criminal underworld in a fictional version of like '90s Florida. Uh, let's see. He's kind of trying to scroll through here. Last was part one's getting a PC release in March. Um, Returnal's going to PC. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. So the, here's here's where they mention it. <laughs> Genshin Impact wins players' voice at the 2022 Game Awards following an intense battle against Elden Ring, Sonic Frontiers, God of War, Ragnarok, and Stray. Yeah. I didn't know that game. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know it existed. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 getting a, a, a window release. Or sorry, a, a release window. That it's, uh, so Baldur's Gate is a... You won't, it's a top-down. Uh, it's a D&D game. Baldur's Gate literally from Dungeons yeah, & Dragons. Yeah. Uh, Forspoken. That was kind of neat. They got a demo uh, release during the Game oh, Awards. yeah. And I want to check that out. Yeah, I was going to mention that because, um, yeah, you can go in and try out... You can sign up for the beta. Yeah. And I was like, you know... We did the Outlast Trials, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I think we should do this, too. I think that'd be a lot of fun. There was another game. Um, it'll come to me. It might be... I, I might be thinking of the same game, but... Forspoken is a Square Enix RPG action game. Third person. So I don't know that... it's a, It doesn't have a beta. It's got a demo. There's a one where you could have signed up for a beta. I don't know. It was in, like, the last quarter of... No, it might have been early on. Was it the... Oh, there was one... Uh, I don't know if it's got the beta or not, but just looking through here, uh, there was a a, a magic-themed first-person shooter game that I looked think, pretty I interesting. Think I think that's it. Um, coming from a group of devs that have worked on Dead Space, Halo, and Bioshock. I, I think that's it. And I was it. like, all right, you know. You know what really had me in the beginning, but then soon as, like... It hit a certain point. It lost me real hard. Hmm. Um, it was the Destiny Two. Uh, yeah, like it looked so good, and then it showed just like as soon as it hit the clip where it, they're in space. Yeah, and I was like, and then they're in vehicles, and then like they're doing other things. I'm like, that's so much. Yeah, like if they just had well, it, Destiny is a a big game. It's, a, it's, it's, a, an, it's, it's an, an MMO. MMO. Yeah. But I was just like, and, that, and it's they're in like what season fourteen, I think, yeah, where it's getting like, into Warhammer World of Warcraft territory of like, there's too much. Yeah, like, it's like that's my thing, my old boss like, who who I, who's still you know I'm still talking with, mm-hmm. um, he's way into Destiny, um, and Morgan's always like, you should buy Destiny, reach out to him, and then just see if he can carry you through. <laughs> like, huh? you know, let him. He like, yeah. I'm, Fuck it, yeah. Let me get you. And he'll be like, "Here's what you want to do. You want to focus this." The, you know, I mean, he's got the the playbook, mm-hmm. record, you know, memorized. Uh, a game that really jumped out at me that even Morgan went, "Ooh, that looks right up your alley." Was a game called Replaced that they showed pretty early on. Okay. And it was one of the side scrollers with like robots, and it kind of had uh, stray vibes at times. Was it like pixel, but like uh-huh. with three D in the background? Yeah, 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 that looked really like nice. One of the shots that really like, oh whoa, because I love the idea of a side scroller limbo. And there's a game called um, Inside. Yeah, that that yeah. is the same way where it's like almost. I think they call it like two and a half. D, it's, yeah, it's almost three you know? D. Yeah, know, but, but it gives it side depth. scrolling. Yeah, there was a really cool shot in the trailer for this uh, replaced where. Like the camera goes through a decrepit house, 
and is looking yeah. out onto the street and you yeah. can see the character running on the street and I was like oh, I like interesting and it's almost kind of like that advanced 8 bit mm-hmm. right? yeah yeah where I mean it's it's definitely you know 64 bit or 128 bit sure but they it's smooth yeah it's smooth but they you know they put that that art style on it uh let's see here Valiant Hearts is going to be going to mobile, which that was a game from uh, quite a few years back. That's a World War One um, like story yeah. focused game that was really good, uh, and I like the idea of it going to mobile where more people can experience it. Sure, you know, I have a cousin who's really like marches to his own beat, but he and I he actually listens to this. Uh, <laughs> shout out James, uh, <laughs> who uh, he, he plays um, Stardew Valley on his phone. You know, I didn't and know like, you could play Stardew Valley yeah. on the phone. What? And like he, he was able to, <laughs> he was able to, you know, connect through that. We're like, yeah, I'm sure you know, he used to play games back when, but you know, he just by his lifestyle, he has, you know, doesn't really sit sit down and play. You know, like you or I would just lose a day to a video game. <laughs> I could lose a year. But he's easy. got, but he's got Stardew on his phone. And he was talking to me about it, like, oh yeah, man, you got to do this, this, and this. You know, and like we were really, uh, you know, relate or connected with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you know. He's the type of person where that's a game that I think more people should see, and now he potentially would be able to see that. Um, Got some small updates to games. Uh, We got another. We got an in-engine trailer for that Dune Awakening. That that survival. Yeah, that looks really good. Um, I'm excited for that. A new game mode coming to Among Us: Hide and Seek, which looked kind of interesting. Looks really good. Uh, Horizon: Call of the Mountains. That's the VR. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, game. I saw that. That, that caught my eye. That caught um, my eye. I still don't know. I mean, PSVR two. It's like you're buying another console, basically, yeah. for a console that people are having a hard time getting a hold of. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some trailers that I, I skipped over or missed, but that's there's a, there was quite a bit shown. There was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's because we had kind of talked about last week. We we're like, depending on how much comes out, we might do two. You know, that yeah, is part of the we, like, yeah. We gotta we just gotta do a full episode. Yeah. There's just so much. Um, Which isn't bad. No. I, some stuff that I wanted to see that I didn't was I was hoping to see something from EA about the next Mass Effect. Because um, it's been a couple years since they announced that like we are doing something mm-hmm. moving forward with Mass Effect. And I was hoping that they'd, even if it was just Jeez. a cinematic trailer, to sure. at least give me a concept of what's moving forward. Mm. Especially with, um, over the summer, them giving us like a little bit of something. On Twitter, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. for N7 Day. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, you yeah. know, there's, oh, so there's fuck, a little oh, bit of drip feeding, you know? Mm-hmm. And then to not get anything, I was like, oh, man, I really thought they might. Yeah. Uh, but all in all, yeah, I mean, there's, I do like when I see something that I don't know what it is, but it makes me intrigued about it. Mm-hmm. Like that Armored Core, Diablo, uh, Nightingale. Nightingale. Like yeah. that's sealed in my brain. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, what, was there anything that you were like, oh, I wonder if we'll see that and then. Didn't get anything. I thought we might have seen something for GTA 6. Um, since yeah. so much was leaked, they might mm-hmm. come out and be like, okay, yeah, GTA 6 is being made. Yeah. Rather, un- you know, unfortunate that that happened, but right. here's a snippet of Right, yeah. Or even something. if they're not ready to show, like, gameplay, they could at least tell, like, a concept like, yeah. trailer. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, something's coming out. Yeah. Um, but that's not really their style. No. Rockstar. They're, they pretty much like to show you a trailer when the game's pretty uh, pretty much out. pretty far along yeah. um and then I mean, you figure i remember the first trailer for gta 5 was like in in game footage and same with red dead i remember seeing like in you know in game footage as a pretty early trailer i'm trying to think of any other games that i was hoping to see i saw scorn on there and i know i mentioned it maybe a couple episodes mm-hmm. about scorn like just this game that's yeah, it got come out of the for art design yeah just just come out of the blue 
Um, and it's super like nasty and like yeah. gross and weird. And I'm I'm all about it. I want to get jiggy with it. Pardon? Hmm? <laughs> get jiggy with it. No, 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 no. Not a spot. Don't slap me, Chris. <laughs> I'm going to say Chris Rock. Will Smith. <laughs> oh, uh, we got to mention it. Weird interruption at the end. Oh. When Elden Ring won. Yeah. And, and you know, they all go up and accept. Yeah, I mean, that's a big moment. Yeah, right? absolutely. You know, going up to accept your, your award. And, and unfortunately, there is that extra barrier of like being a, a Japanese bit. developer where you've got to have uh, an interpreter. So, you know, you got to like pay attention. And this guy's having his moment, yeah. right? And some, just some weird head. shitty kid uh, steps out and says something to the effect of, I'd like to change this. It's like they do their speech. They're getting ready to step off. Kid <laughs> grabs a mic. I guess he goes, now it's my turn. I'd like to change this nomination to my newly, what do you say, reformed Orthodox rabbi. Correct. Bill, Bill Clinton. Clinton. And then basically like, bye, you know? And then like, and then <laughs> you see like, I'm assuming security. Yeah, like, they kind of like come out. Swoop in on him and grab him. But they do a good job of not making like a, a scene. Get that kid, you know? I mean, yeah. it was like, you... Uh, it was everyone was kind of clapping, confused because they just kind of kept that music yeah, going. Yeah, they kept the thing moving. And so you people know? were just and Jeff like, Keighley didn't make a thing of nope. it. And he kind of was like, "All right, you know," yeah. and, and closes out the show basically. You know, um, but apparently you were telling me yesterday because like, I was immediately asking. he tweeted basically like the the person who interrupted uh, our game of the year moment mm -hmm. has been arrested, and I was like, "Damn, good, <laughs> yeah, fuck that kid." Good. I yeah, I hate people like that, man. Yeah. It's just like why, and unfortunately, he is going to get his minute in fame, where it's like, I did see a really funny meme, um, where it was they edited the kid out, uh -huh. but in Elden Ring, when someone joins your world, <laughs> yes, it says you're yeah, being invaded. Look, like, the red, yeah, yeah. <laughs> an invader is, yeah, yeah as, gen, as entered your game or something. <laughs> <to that effect. laughs> it's just him showing up. Like, oh no! I could not stop giggling. <laughs> I just, I thought that was the funniest shit. They're so quick on it, man. Yeah, They're so memers quick with the memes. are intense. God, that that's a that's a job that needs to make good money. Yeah. It's like to make quality memes. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we did manage to talk quite a bit about the Game Awards. Yeah. Um, any more thoughts before we move on? No, yeah. I mean, I thought it was a good one. Yeah. I'm a little bummed that God Award didn't win, but again, I yeah. understand I am in the minority of, uh, yeah. you know, liking God a of War. A large minority. Sure, yeah. with Elden Ring. But um, still really good game. They won a lot, so yeah. that, that was good to see. Yeah, yeah I, that's the last thing I wanted to mention was I, I thought it was funny how there was, like, the reverse of yeah. 2018. In yeah. 2018, it was them and Red Dead. It's another year where, like, neither game deserved to lose. Yeah. Uh, but every category that they were up against each other, Red Dead took. Mm -hmm. And then it got to Game of the Year, and it was like, God, God of War. War. And I was like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> and, and this year, it was kind of the opposite, where they won most of the, I think, six of the ten awards they were up for. Yeah. And then didn't win Game of the Year. But... Uh, Chris, you got a cryptid over there? I think what you meant to say is, Welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. So this week, actually, I wanted to kind of dive into uh, something like you know of, but like I don't yeah. know any like depth into it. Uh -huh. um, I want to talk about mummies. Oh. Yeah, mummies just don't really do it for me. Well, that's the thing is like I don't so know too much about them. Like, okay, yeah, I'll uh, just they're through. Yeah, uh, so yeah, what you been thinking about? What? what? Um, you know what? They're like dead people, right? Yeah, you know, but they're yeah. just filled with toilet paper. Uh, Brendan Fraser was in it. Hmm. Mummy. The mummy. Yes. Yes. Um. <laughs> you threw me off yeah. there for a second. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know a couple people with the last name Fraser, and oh, that's why I was like. like why are you are you adding somebody? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
just provide their social. <laughs> their IP address is blank. Um, but so in mythology, death rituals are an important uh, part of the Maya religion, which is heavily impacted on the mummies. Uh-huh. Uh, the Maya greatly respected death. They were taught to not only fear, but to grieve deeply for the dead. Mm-hmm. They also believed that certain deaths were uh, more noble than others. The Maya were very ritualistic people who, got, who paid great respect uh, to the d- destructive nature of their gods. They had many traditions uh, to com- commemorate. Uh, commemorate? The re- com- commemorate, but that's a typo in the website uh the recently deceased and worshipped uh long departed ancestors people who died by suicide sacrifice uh complications of childbirth and in battle were thought to be transported directly into heaven um now here it just goes on to talk about the tombs that they would be filled in uh would be filled with precious goods including pottery uh figurines jade marble uh masks mushroom figures um you know so on etc yeah, and I think of like the Egyptians the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me think of like how there's always the the like commentary about like spending your money willy nilly. It's like you can't take it with you. You know, it's they a, believed you could. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You're gonna need this when you get there. You know, and uh, so you know, I was like looking into that because I was like, well, yeah, has there really you know yeah. where has there been where actual sightings of like mummies? Mummy moving, yeah. And there has, and it's not where you think it would be. Believe it or China. not, no, right here in the U.S. of A. Okay. So it says here that there is that at the museum. Bingo. Like right on the spot. Uh, The Bandage Man of Cannon Beach, which is Beach, Oregon. Oregon. Mm -hmm. Of all places. (laughs) Oregon. The Oregon mummy. Mm -hmm. But like it's reading it. The Bandage Man of Cannon Beach. Correct. And it's a little spooky reading into it. So buckle in. Yeah, you got a sound bite? Those creep me out. (laughs) (laughs) I fart Mike. Just (laughs) just rip ass. I got chills. You and me both. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. The Bandage Man... uh, Let's see here. Yes, the Bandage Man appears on the short approach road connecting U.S. Highway 101 to Cannon Beach between the town where where Highway 26 intersects with 101. He's always reported to be covered in bloody bandages as well as emitting a horrible stench. I mean, who hasn't been there? Um, that stench is due to be caused by rotting flesh. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, occasionally, the spirit's limbs appear to just jut out at bizarre angles. Uh, he is rumored to be the ghost of a logger who died in a sawmill accident who was buried there for his passion. Logging. Logging. Mm-hmm. You know, this man loved wood. And they wood. just bury him there. Um, well, let's see here. And then. I had a sighting pulled up here for so yeah back in the 1960s uh they kept it strictly uh confidential of the names of the couple yeah. and it kind of makes sense why because at first like maybe those like prankers but right. going into it at the time it makes sense yeah. so uh what they would the first sighting was in 1960s there was an unnamed couple who uh there was i'm trying to find if they named it but there was essentially this uh kind of cliff edge mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a makeout point right? Yeah, it's right. the 60s yeah, yeah, yeah. like that makes sense yeah. um, but they you know they looked up and at the time you know they're making out and it says that it goes into detail that they're making love which makes yeah. sense like the yeah, it's they like went finger bang rich yeah. yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> but um they, you know they said that they noticed that something felt like it hopped on the car that was you know out of rhythm yeah. <laughs> of the car already a rocking yeah 
um, but they looked up and what they saw appeared to be a man completely covered in blood-stained bandages, and he was latched onto the back of their truck, staring at them, slamming his fist against the window. Terrified, they drove off, the man still pounding on the back of the window of the pickup truck. They hit him with the old brake check? (laughs) Hold on. However, when they stopped, he was nowhere to be seen. (laughs) Since then, police have reported to see the bandage man when driving uh, you know, on that road. So when they slammed the brakes, maybe yeah, he was lying. He yeeted him. Dude, I would shit my pants. Yeah, just... I mean, you know, that's a very vulnerable moment, right? Exactly, you know? yeah. And then just... I mean, it's like it's very, like, 80s horror, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think of, like, Camp Crystal Lake, you know, mm-hmm. a couple campers getting it on in the cabin and then just a killer. Wait till you hear the behavior of the bandage man. I want to apologize for the finger bang comment. That was a little crass. Nah, it was in good taste. <laughs> the bandage man appears to haunt one particular stretch of road, attempting to grab and latch onto any stationary or slow-moving vehicles, especially trucks and open-roofed cars such as convertibles. The Phantom will often attempt to attack the driver, sometimes breaking glass windows, leaving them broken well after it's disappeared. It will remain on the vehicle disappearing. It will remain on the vehicle, disappearing only right before the car reaches the town of Cannon Beach. So right off of that road. Yeah. So maybe I'm thinking it's... Yeah. The bandage man is said to sometimes kill and eat dogs, cats, dogs and cats. And speculations uh, have spread that the specter has killed several humans. And there has been plenty of reports of people missing who have last seen to have their car on that road. The fact is, uh, the entity can interact with our living beings, and their vehicles are surely something of the note. So, I mean, that's where it gets a little... Yeah. People are just going missing. Yeah. Um, What's the expression you always use? Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, yeah, where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, there's something... You know, maybe it's not a haunting, but... Some a serial killer who that's just his that's spot, his, yeah. which we kind of got to talking about is like some of the greatest serial yeah, killers. Yeah, like yeah, we'll never air, know. Weird air quotes. Like the ones that get caught are the bad ones, mm-hmm. right? They're not as good at it. Yeah. They got caught for reasons because they got sloppy, right? Mm-hmm. The the most effective serial killers won't be found because mm-hmm. they're good at it. Yeah. You know. And so I mean, maybe this could be something like that where it's just a, yeah. a killer that kind of got away with it. Yeah. Um, or it could be a. a a phantom that's yeah. haunting or some animal yeah you know um, is, it sounds like it might be an oceanside road could be yeah I, I, I wonder if there's a a level of like you know depending on the weather are, are people prone to getting in accidents there could be you know think they see something maybe hit an animal get out of the car they get well, lost that's the thing you is on I mean? certain ones it says just specifically the windows and you know uh the windshield of the car. So, yeah. I mean, I think it'd be funky just to have a broken windshield, but right. not a scratch elsewhere. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, there's pieces that doesn't make sense yeah. to the puzzle that you know, yeah. kind of leads to that speculation. Right. Uh, but I, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was a, yeah. a little different t- twist. I gotta be honest, to I'm proud of you. When you started with Mummy, I wasn't sure where this was headed. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was really and interesting. It's, it's, it's tangential, you know, the, he's, he's the bandage man, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, hey, I'll take it's it. It's a slow burn. Yeah. It's a slow burn, but I really like that one. Um, bandage Man sounds like an indie horror game that would be made. Let's do it. Let's make the Bandage Man. What about you? What you been thinking about, boss? <laughs> oh, piss. It's midnight. Yeah, I'm tired. Oh, too. Yeah. yeah. It's 1,200. <laughs> 
No, it's not. No, it's not. It's zero two. And zero two. Uh, let's see. No, so I think last week I told you I've been playing Drug Dealer Simulator. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a follow-up. I kind of told you about it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm getting into it. There's been the end game update and all that, you know. Well, I hit a bug. I think I told you that. Mm-hmm. We're like, there's a, there's a character that's supposed to order large numbers, like large quantity of like cocaine from you. As you and, do. Yeah, naturally. And like you're pushing bulk, if you know what I'm saying. And, <laughs> and uh, sorry. Uh, that threw me off. Yeah. I had to cl- pinch my nose and look away. <laughs> yeah, no, but either way, you're, you're, you're pushing bulk. And uh, <laughs> pushing P. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, the uh, I lost my own train of thought. <laughs> he said he's pushing bulk. Yeah, so you're pushing a lot of bulk. And the uh, I gotta find a different phraseology. You're moving a lot of product. No, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, and uh, he, yeah, so he's ordering like daily or every other day mm-hmm. a lot of product, and you're like, all right, yeah, I got it. Well, I just stopped getting orders, and it's like it felt like my game stopped progressing. And I'm like playing for like a few in-game days, and I'm like. I don't know, man. Yeah, so I like looked up. I was like, why isn't this guy ordering from me anymore? And back in like 2020, there was a lot of like Reddit posts and Steam support posts about like a bug. I was like, oh, no, shit, you know, because you had to reach level 36 to reach like the end game stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was level 37, you know? And I'm oh, like, yeah, you just got there. Fuck. So I was like looking at it and like the bug fix was like start over. I was like, yeah. all right, I'll do it. And so I did. I, like, I started over. I was grinding, grinding, grinding. And I was like, I got to that point of like doing those missions again. And I did my first job and then he didn't order. Mm. You've got to be fucking, <laughs> fucking kidding shit, me. Like, do not. So I like, I'm like, all right, so I'm just going to test it. I'll sit in front of the laptop, pass time for 24 hours and then check my me- my messages. Mm-hmm. Nothing from that guy. I'm like, shit. So I like verify that. I, I close, reopen, do it again. Nothing. Verify the game files. It, it reinstalled something. I was like, excellent. Maybe that was it. Uh, nothing. Fuck. So I uninstall the game entirely, reinstall it. Same thing. I'm like, well, I'm just going to have to fucking quit. Yeah. And like, I was on the, the Steam page getting ready to uninstall it, and I saw like a news update from the developer. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, let me check this out. And I peek in there, and uh, there's like a fucking meme basically making fun of me it felt like it was like the guy that's supposed to be ordering stuff from me and the meme was like oh did i forget to order something i'm like are these trolling me making fun of me right now and so i'm like i, I saw like are you picking on me is this is this a joke say psych and there's like 182 comments and i was like i bet they're all mad and like i click on it i was like maybe it's a known bug so obviously they know about it right so i, I click in there no part of the update was that they lowered the frequency of his orders to once a week in game and i was like what you gotta be fucking with me. I didn't have to restart. <laughs> and I was like, I'm glad I saw it before I uninstalled. Correct. But I also gotta keep, take a couple days away because yeah. I was grinding to get caught back up. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta like, restart I'm, all over again. I was like, no, I don't have to restart again. Oh, I, I'm I'm pretty far in that second. Go Your second around. run. Yeah, I'm at like level 27. Oh, so you're, you're almost I'm, there. I'm getting you're in almost there. there. Yeah. But I was like, oh man, you gotta be kidding! Son I was I was so close bitch. to giving up entirely uh, so i'm glad i saw that but mm-hmm. then again pretty bitter that it took that yeah know? yeah um and then the only other thing is that i've been thinking about going back and playing horizon zero dawn like i talked about yeah and so maybe i'll do that but i also do still want a 100 percent god of war and i'm not not close to that mm-hmm. so i do think it's worth at least giving it a solid attempt yeah 
But what about you? What you've been thinking about? I mean, I've just been grinding on God of War. I'm trying to plow out as yeah. much. I mean, I'm trying to at least finish the story yeah. for next week. Um, but a thought I did have uh, that I kind of wanted to run by you mm-hmm. is we always talk about video games and talk about us playing them. Yeah. What if we, and like as well as like if you guys like had any suggestions, yeah. uh, you can definitely, we, you know, send an email, leave them uh, at simplemailbag at gmail.com. Yeah. We always talk about video games. What if just starting on the fly, you know, we don't have to have a schedule for it, but yeah. on occasion we just stream on Twitch when we're yeah. playing. Or, or even you can do like YouTube Live and we've already got the YouTube channel that I yeah. don't know what to do with. And that's the thing. I have everything for Twitch on my computer already because yeah. I, I did Twitch for... Like a hot four, like four days and yeah. like gr- gain good amount of traction I think yeah. for four days. So I mean, if, especially now that we have a platform, we're, we're going to be talking about these games right. in our podcast, so people can yeah. get a little more in depth and it's going to be a little more personable yeah. because we're going to hit dead points and like right. games when we're playing like The Long Dark right. or yeah. you know Apex and stuff like that, and it's just more personable. But yeah. I didn't think that was a bad idea. No, huh? And I, I'd like to. I'd be open to that. I'd, I'd like to test it out, and I think it'd be cool. Um, to kind of have a little bit more of the reins on something like that yeah. because I have all the, the Twitch stuff and obviously, I mean, it yeah. is just going to be like a click of a button. Like, right. hey, you know, are we playing? Would sure. We, all right, you know, would hey. we each stream while we're playing? So I figured we could just stream it under one and uh-huh. just have that as simply one podcast. Right. And then because for, well, ooh, we could do stream it under two because. Because my thing is like then it's only one of our perspectives. One of our perspectives, yeah. Yeah. And like, if you're not good at could the game, we do, but I am. Could we do two? Well, like that's Apex. a lot. That's a lot. That's most games. Most we play. games. Um, <laughs> could we do that you're under one brother. account? I have no clue. I'll look into that. I'll look into that. We're shop talk again. I'll look into that. But that's that's really what I've been thinking about, and I'm yeah. not gonna lie. It's it's been sitting heavy. Yeah. I think it's not a bad idea. Yeah, and I'm I like, think I, I would like to. So I don't want to like do a full plug on another podcast. But there's a a person that I know mm-hmm. um, who's who does a video, strictly video game podcast called Archived, mm-hmm. and um, they do um, like I don't want to say retro games, but older games, sure. and they play them again, and then basically kind of give their thoughts on like does it hold up, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw on their Facebook page they posted something about that they were actually streaming them playing whatever game it was they were going to talk about. Sure. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea, you yeah. know. And that did, I kind of had the same thought cross my mind. I was like, ah, we, we could do that. We talk enough yeah. about games that I could see es- us doing especially that. Especially with how many games are coming out, like how I've been stroking, like the, forest, stroking the, day the day before. And yeah. then and now uh, Nightingale. Yeah. That'd you know, be we cool. really want to get into. Yeah. I, I think it'd be a lot of fun, you know, yeah. having, you know, people being able to watch our first, you know, reaction yeah. with that, you know, and being able yeah. to kind of see there. And then when we talk about it, the theme, because we do ramble a lot. We another go back thing, and forth. And Another possibility, again, talk and shop, uh, just on the podcast. Facebook does Facebook uh, gaming, mm-hmm. like streaming. I and know we that, could probably do all uh, three of them. Stone Mountain 64, he streams mm-hmm. through through Facebook. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, a lot of options there. It's, uh, Definitely. It's not good. I, I do want us to kind of like brainstorm a bit personally like mm-hmm. between the two of us is yeah. like how, how we want to keep moving forward because we are coming up on a year right and then like all right what's the next year look like right mm-hmm. and so maybe that's something that we try and start actualizing yeah. like moving forward yeah. but uh, again we want to thank you guys so much for listening and all your support of course uh, if you like this episode be sure to leave us a great review on itunes five stars everywhere else mm-hmm. uh it's always a big help share us on social media Absolutely. um you know i always say it you gotta like favorite subscribe whatever the 
the the phraseology is on mm-hmm. your your streaming platform of choice to make sure that you get notified when we post new episodes. Um, I want to try something new this week. Uh, so Avatar: Way of Water comes out this Friday. It does I'm very excited. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to see it mm-hmm. only because I know that we've already got a disagreement of expectation. Yes, and so I'm kind of excited to see how that pans out. You're excited in the sense of you hope it flops. Well, no, <laughs> I, no, I would I would like to be. I don't want to go see a bad movie. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I, I am excited to just see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be exciting regardless of how it turns out sure you know exciting in like a a, a grim way where it's mm-hmm. like oh man you know seeing a giant tumble you know <laughs> or like shit he did it again you know yeah. what i mean yeah. either way is, is, God. Is son of a bitch <laughs> Bert macklin you son of a bitch <laughs> no so uh i, I do want to try something different here where if you guys get to see the movie mm-hmm. um please send us reviews um I, you know, just a couple of sentences doesn't have to be like a, a blog post, right? Because I do intend to read them out. So if we get, <laughs> if we don't get a bunch of emails that strictly just say gas or pass <laughs> <laughs> or over, under, or simply wound, I'm going to be thoroughly disappointed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Definitely give us your, yeah. your, your, your two sentences mm-hmm. and then a gas or pass. Yep. Or yep. your overwhelmed, simply wound, mm-hmm. underwhelmed. Um, but yeah, just what you liked, disliked, you know, a couple Absolutely. sentences. Um, I just want to try and get a little bit more back and forth. It does mm-hmm. feel very much like we talk at you guys, but we don't hear enough from you. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that'd be an interesting way to do it. So, Chris, if people wanted to give us some feedback on Avatar or on the podcast, some suggestions, their thoughts on, uh, you know, our ideas for streaming, things like that, yeah. how would they do that? Of course, you can always, you know, take a look at us on our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, at Simply Won't Podcast. You know, you can use our Twitter handle, you know, if you want to start adding us or using just like the hashtag, hashtag Simply, Simply Won't Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Our Twitter handle is whelmed underscore simply. Or, of course, you can do the old traditional there, old, old faithful, if yeah. you will. The old um, snail mail, you know. <laughs> yeah, Pony the Express. Simply, the Pony Express. But, you know, the simply won't mailbag at gmail.com. We yeah. always love reading your guys' emails. Yeah. It's definitely a hoot. Oh, man. It's been been a ride. We're mm-hmm. at 1215 here. We're locking it down. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I can see it in your eyes. Yeah. So, next week, we're going to be giving our thoughts on Avatar Way of Water. Yes. Uh, we have divided expectations, like we said, going in. So, don't miss that episode. Uh, I'm excited to see where we land on it. I think this is going to be one of the big, our first earlier, you know, one of our newer episode where we're both on polar opposites yeah. where I'm really excited and you're really not. Because yeah. everything, we're, we're, we have similar we have taste. We pretty similar tastes, yeah. Um, but no, I do think it's an exciting episode, mm. uh, and it's going to be our last big episode of the year, um, which is, yeah, like the year's over. Yeah. Um, so, because our plan is for the following week, just with the, the Christmas holiday and everything that we'll be celebrating with family, we're going to do a mini episode. I say mini episode, it'll probably end up being potentially an longer episode. than a normal <laughs> episode, but it just there won't be news or cryptid or anything mm-hmm. like that. It'll just be us Strictly talking this, about yeah, Andor and uh, God, God of War Ragnarok. Um, and we probably won't get into detail on Andor because I more passionately want to talk about God of War. Right. So I figure Andor will just be like, here's our thoughts on the series as a whole. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, move on to... Because if nothing else, we could do a, a recap episode when Andor Season 2 starts to come out. Sure, you know yeah. what I mean? <clears throat> uh, kind of like we did with Barry. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so... That was good stuff. That's the end of the episode, Chris. Bye. Bye.